Hey everyone, welcome to the Street Profits Podcast, Episode 7. I'm your host, Luke Wilhelm, and I'm excited to be here with you today. I am so pumped what God has put on my heart that we're skipping the ads today, folks. No need to listen to ads because we got to listen to what Jesus wanted us to talk about. So what did God put on my heart this week? I'll tell you. What he put on my heart this week was talking about miracles, right? And so let's start off with just a simple dictionary definition of what a miracle is, right? And the dictionary says that a miracle is a surprising and welcome event that is not explicable by natural or scientific laws and is therefore considered to be a work of divine agency. Fair enough, right? So um, pretty much what we think of as a definition for a miracle. So miracles in the Bible, right? So let's talk about some miracles in the Bible. We could go on and on and on. Moses parting the Red Sea, um, all, all through different miracles in the, in the Old Testament. But uh, more specifically, I'd like to talk about some of the miracles of Jesus, right? And, uh, you know, we can go, we can go through those because they happened in, in such number that it even talks about the Bible that it was too much to write down all the, all of the actual miracles that Jesus did, right? But, you know, Jesus uh, changed water into wine. That's in uh, John 2, 1 through 11. Um, let's see here in my notes, we have Jesus cured the nobleman's son in John four forty six and 47. Um, the great hall of fishes where, um, Jesus used an example for the fish, um, to help, um, get some of his disciples, right? That's in Luke five, uh, one and 11, you know, case and case and case of, of Jesus, uh, healing the sick, um, curing lepers, bringing the dead back to life. It is just abundant in the Bible, the miracles of Jesus, right? But then we can talk about um, miracles that were performed by believers because that's in there too. There's definitely, if I pull up my trusty Bible app here, um, there are times when Jesus called his disciples to go out and perform miracles, right? One of those times is in uh, Matthew 10, 6 through 8, where it says, but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel and proclaim as you go, saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse lepers, cast out demons. You received without paying, give without pay. Right? And what happened is his believers went out, and in Jesus' name, he did all these things too. Right? So that is our biblical authority for us to be able to perform miracles. Right? And we have another example here in Luke 10, 1 through 9 where it says, After this, the Lord appointed 72 others and sent them ahead of him, two by two, into every town and place where he himself was about to go. And he said to them, The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Go your way. Behold, I'm sending you out as lambs in the midst of wolves. Carry no money bag, no knapsack, no sandals, and greet no one on the road. Whatever houses you enter, first say, Peace be to this house. And if a son of peace is there, your peace will rest upon him. But if not, it will return to you. And remain in the same house, eating and drinking what they provide. For the laborer deserves his wages. Do not go from his house, do not go from house to house. Whenever you enter a town and they receive you, eat what is set before you. Heal the sick in it, and say to them, The kingdom of God has come near to you. Right? So these are these are examples where Jesus has appointed us to go in his name and conduct miracles, right? And, you know, now we do not see miracles every day, uh, but, I mean, if you do your research 
and you do see there are situations where these things are happening. Uh, there are there are testimonies of people healing the sick, and and uh, blind coming to to light, and paralyzed people getting up and walking away. Uh, these things have all happened, you know. So we we need to understand that that these things do happen, but because they are such a mighty mighty examples in the Bible, that we we honestly lose sight of what a miracle actually could be, right? Our perception is that a miracle needs to be this crazy thing that, um, you know, you watch lepers heal in front of your face. And, and the truth is that's not, that's not actually true, right? I mean, those are still miraculous things, and we should be very thankful and we should pray to have those abilities to help people in that way. And if our faith is strong and if we pray hard enough, then, and it's God's will that these things will happen, but that being said, um, you know, we're not bringing people back to life. But if you ask me, uh, when God puts you in someone's life in a situation where they need you and that person may be down, maybe they're depressed, maybe they're on the verge of suicide and you wind up just God calls you in your heart to reach out to that person. You reach out and you talk to them and you help them. Um, you just save their life. Like that in and of itself is a miracle, and we should praise that as, as God-given miracles because God puts us in a place at the time to act to show his glory, and we should, we should do testimony about that. Let everyone know what we're doing in the name of our Father because those things are, are going to turn hearts and minds. It's a, it's a very important process. You know, um, some, some personal stories behind this because it's very important to me that we that we talk in a way that you understand where I'm coming from. And you also understand that I'm not talking at anyone. I'm talking with you. I want you to understand that I've been in these situations. I've felt these things. I've felt the hurt. I felt the pain. I felt the miracle and it's real. It's real. And I want you to feel it. If you haven't felt it yourself, I want you to feel it. And so for me, uh, I was going through a very rough spot in my life. Um, and I wouldn't say that I was going to commit suicide. I was not at that point, but I do feel that there is a rock bottom point where you hit, where all things are hopeless and all things are lost. And this was before uh, I developed a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Um, and I was at that part and I got a phone call from my father and I was talking to him and I did not say I was going to kill myself. I did not say any of that stuff, but he could hear the hopelessness in my voice. And uh, the situation we were talking about, I felt like this is never going to stop until I am absolutely ruined. So what's the point? And he looked me right in the eye and he said, or, sorry, we're on the phone. He didn't look me in the eye, but he stopped me dead in my tracks. And he said, Lucas, I need you to understand that things will get better. They may not be today, tomorrow, next week, next month, maybe even next year. But if you hold on long enough, eventually things will get better. And that was exactly what I needed to hear in that moment, just to hang on, just to hang on. And he was right. He was right. It did get better. It did take some time, but things got better. And if it wasn't for him, Lord knows what I might've done. That's a miracle. That's a miracle for every single one of us. And I have multiple examples. Uh, I, this, this message, I, I pray hard about every topic that uh, we end up talking about here in the Street Prophets podcast, because I want to talk about what God wants me to talk about. Nothing less, nothing more. 
That is my purpose of this podcast, and that's what I want to do. I want to reach people and help people in the name of Jesus in what he wants me to do, period. That being said, um, this topic hit me last week that this is what I needed to do. So I started doing prep. I started doing work, and it came time um, to do to do the podcast, right? We're getting up to this point, and I actually, um, for any of you that don't know, I wound up in the in the emergency room last week right before Christmas. No big deal. I was having some chest pains. I just wanted to get checked out. Everything was fine. But while I was in there, I had got it, received a message from a, a lady that I know. She works at my uh, dentist, and she's worked there as long as I've been going there, close to 20 years. Um, and she just wanted to reach out and see if I was okay. She, you know, she said, are you doing all right? But we don't normally talk like that. She also asked me if I was going to make my dental appointment yesterday. So I think it may have had something to do with that too. But regardless, I was very appreciative and I thanked her. Um, and, you know, I told myself I was going to stop by and say hi to her yesterday on my dentist appointment. So I went to my dentist appointment and everything was good and I'm getting ready to leave. And I was like, oh, I need to go say hi to this person. Right. And I'll just leave names out because, you know, you know how it goes. Um, and I go and I, and I see her and, uh, something when I went in to say hi, told me I needed to sit down, right? So something drew me to remember to say hi. And then something drew me when I was in there to, to sit down and have a conversation. Um, a little context to this, this woman is possibly the busiest woman I've ever met. She, um, keeps track of close to a thousand people and their, and their dental and their scheduling and what's wrong with them and everything else. So her phone rings from the second she starts in the morning all the way till the time she leaves. Emails, texts, phone calls, anything you think of. Busiest woman I've ever seen. 20 years. I sat and talked with her for 90 minutes. 90 minutes. I mean, over 90 minutes. And at no point did her phone ring, did her email chime, did her text nothing. We were sat there and talked and we talked about life and God and how good he is and how he has helped us in our lives. And, and she had some questions for me about, uh, things that she was doing in her life and how she should proceed forward. And I showed her some, uh, biblical texts that, that kind of pointed her in the right direction. And I just, I just loved on her with my words. I listened and I loved on her with my words. And when we wrapped up the conversation and I went to go leave, she asked if she could give me a hug. And I said, absolutely. And she gave me a hug and she squeezed me so tight. And and in her voice, she said, thank you so much. And I almost started crying. It it literally was a pleasure for me at that point to be able to be there for her. And it was a blessing. I'm not sure exactly what she was going through at that time to need to talk that way but I do know that she needed to talk and I was there for her. That in and of itself is a miracle. Like I said, busiest woman I know, 90 minutes, phone never rang. I l- went on about my day yesterday and around lunchtime, I get a text message from her that says, um, well, the good Lord is good at timing because as soon as you left, um, patients started to walk in and my phone started ringing. Thank you. That was a lovely fellowship, and I enjoyed hearing that wisdom that you shared. Thank you again. You were a blessing to me. That was the, the most heartfelt message I had ever felt. And if, if you don't think that that's divine, then you're just not paying attention. 
You're just not listening to the story because that doesn't happen by itself. And that's what we have to know on a day-to-day basis. I have another example of something. I was talking to another friend this morning on the phone, this very morning, knowing that I had to do this podcast at this time. Um, And he said, hey, so I'm dealing with some stuff and I want to talk to you about it. And I said, okay. Um, He said that, you know, I'm starting to feel compelled after listening to your show and, and just thinking about life. And he has a young son, um, not quite a newborn at this point, but, um, still pretty much a baby. And, uh, you know, I'm starting to think about my son and making sure I raise him right and everything. And I'm starting to feel compelled to get back into the Bible. Um, but he said, I'm not sure how my wife is going to handle that. She's not, she's not an atheist. She's not, anti-religious. She's just not a religious person and she doesn't really understand faith and religion the way uh, people of faith do, right? So so we talked and uh, we talked and it, it had nothing to do with me in this in this miracle. He was telling me that he had a, a mentor of his at a previous job that would always try to mentor him in the way towards the faith and just talk to him about being a good man and following the word of God and everything. And yesterday evening, he was walking around a store with his wife and his son. And as he was literally pondering the same thing, how am I going to bring this up to her? You know, how am I going to do this? How, what's the right way um, to go about all this? He gets a text message from this guy. He hasn't heard from this guy in almost a year at this point. Uh, He had been telling himself that he needed to reach out lately and, you know, just ask him how he's doing. But at the same time, because of the holidays, it just, you know, it slipped his mind. But he gets a text from this gentleman to mentor him and his text message, I don't remember verbatim and I can't read it, but basically said, uh, I'm so happy that you're so blessed in fatherhood right now. Make sure you lead your family in the word. That was exactly what he was thinking about when he heard it. This gentleman is not a neighbor. He doesn't see him anymore. As a matter of fact, the guy is in Japan right now, and this cat lives in Florida. If that's not divine, if that's not a miracle in and of itself, if that's not God helping us talk to people and be a blessing um, for someone else, I don't know what is. I don't. I, the, the, those are too, those things are, are, are too random to explain but it all fit perfect. And it was exactly what this guy needed. If you don't understand that and you don't, and you'll say, I I don't know how to explain it to you any better, but these, these things are available to us everywhere we go. Every situation we get put in. If you ask God to open your heart and lead you in a direction to help, I promise you when the time's right, he's going to do it. He's going to put it in your heart. It's not, a, it's not an alarm bell that goes off. It's not anything. It's just something feels either not right for not doing something or right if you're doing something. And when, you're, when it's supposed to be done, it's going to just flow. It's going to be natural. And uh, any advice I would give you in this situation, if you want to be one of these people or if you want to, uh, you know, or if you get thrust into this situation is uh, pray as you're talking. Ask God for the Holy Spirit to come and be your words because oftentimes you don't have it. You don't have it in you to say as, as even if the, the brightest theologians 
can lock up in what needs to be said to that person, but God knows what needs to be said because God knows that person's heart. God knows that person's struggles. God knows everything about both of you, and he will lead you in that direction if you let him. Free will is a crazy thing, and you can free will yourself into a lot of wild stuff, but if you if you let go and let God in these situations and really open yourself up for being able to help someone, we're going to... We're going to have miracles every day, folks, every day. And what in the world we live in, what, what better time do we need miracles? There are people that are hurting and suffering. They're running out of money. They're losing their job. They're getting sick. They're losing their parents and their elderly relatives. This is the time for miracles. I ask all of you to pray and pray hard and pray uh, at all times without ceasing Ask God for forgiveness and ask him for help and, and you, will, you will find that these things will come and you will be a blessing for people that you don't even know and it will change the world, folks. That's what I want everyone to understand. It will change the world. And we have the ability with God's help to do that. Why wouldn't we? Why wouldn't we want to? It is such a blessing to bless others that I can't even describe it. It fills you with so much joy that you were not only able to help someone, but you were able to do it in God's name, that it will give you a peace beyond understanding. And if you've never felt it, I pray that you do, because it is just the most miraculous thing that I could possibly talk about. So um, to not beat everybody up with examples and over and over, we're going to go ahead and in this uh in this podcast and prayer, but I just want you to know that if you're hurt, if you're, if you're sick, if you're lonely, if you're anything that you feel like you need, anything that this podcast can help you with, please reach out to us through the Facebook page, through our Gmail account, you know, uh, just search us. You can literally Google search us and we will pop up as a podcast. Reach out to us. We would love to help you. There's nothing more. God has put us, uh, put it on our hearts here at the street profits podcast to be the lifeguard out saving souls. And we're not looking for healthy people here, folks. We're looking for the people that need us. So please, anyone, if you know someone that needs help, reach out. We can do all sorts of things. We can link you up with a local Bible-based church that can, that, can, that can help you with your walk with faith. We can help look up. I will, I will personally do research to help you with any problem that you have. And, uh, and nothing would make me happier because that's what God's called me to do. So please uh, reach out if you need help. And God bless you. Uh, end our podcast here in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for the opportunity to help and bless these people in this world, Lord. I hope that we can give light to those who are in the darkness, Lord, and help give your light to those that are in the darkness and shine bright for the world to see, Lord. I hope that you can Guide us in the right direction, Lord, and for people that want to perform these miracles, I hope they open their hearts to you and listen to you and understand you and do your work uh, all the days of their lives, Lord. I hope you continue to help me with that. I hope you continue to bless this podcast and help us reach others, Lord. I hope you put it on the heart of others to help share this podcast so we can reach others because it is our goal to touch every ear and every soul on this earth, Lord, and we love you and we appreciate you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen.